your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. It's Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Scott Casper, Tony Wink, and PJ Duran in studio. Our producers, as always, the incredible Jack and Leanne DeLeon, who last week had to take a little time off to take care of some family business in uh, in, in Minneapolis. Yep. Jack, did, uh, did did we get it all taken care of? I think you had a loss in your family. Yes, we did. I lo- we lost our brother-in-law. And uh, everything's o- it, copacetic now? As well as it can be, yes. Okay, because i got to go up there uh, this weekend uh, to bury my aunt. Right? That's what you were telling me earlier this I week. How is it even possible that one city has that many deaths in one weekend? I don't know. That's crazy. Anyway, well, welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Big program on tap. Tony, who are some of the guests? I know we have a surprise guest uh, that we're going to be inserting in uh, in the first hour. But who are some of those that we can expect on the program uh, on, on on this day? Can we turn up Tony's mic, please? Yeah, go ahead. Go. Hey, 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 Jack. Yeah. Thanks, nice. buddy. We're going to talk to my friend Justin Brayton, who is uh, headed to my track, actually, in a couple weeks. So we're going to get him on and talk about that. He's going to bring the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw, what? and a few other guys there. It's going to be pretty fun, the Justin Brayton shootout. So we're doing that. Jared Meese, fly track racer, is going to be what's on. What's the date on that? Uh, May 18th and 19th. I was going to say May 20th, but 18th, 19th. Okay. Yep. And then uh, Carlin Gardner, who... Uh, Finished second at the two-stroke, the Wiseco two-stroke race out in uh, Glen Helen. So we'll have Carlin on, and then um, Ben Kelly is going to be on. Who's won every single GNCC this year in in the XC2 class. He's got four wins. Super That's quick. impressive. Yeah, that is pretty impressive actually, and and he's doing pretty well in the overall too. So Ben Kelly's going to be on. We're going to have Austin Forkner on to talk about his knee injury. What a drag! I know for right. him and. The whole team. What a bummer. And for fans. He and then, uh, great season. But on a high note, we got Zach Osborne on. What? I'm very excited. You know, I'm a big Zach fan. You are. And uh, he's he's especially, on. He's finished on the podium. He's on the show. Yeah. Let's bring him on, Jack. <laughs> Let's go to Zach Osborne on line one. Zach, how are you? Yeah, doing good, man. How about you? Good. Tony's a huge fan of yours anytime you're on the show. did you Have you ever noticed that? I do. I like it. I like it. But when you're not on the show... I kind of bag on you when you're. It's like you do, you do. Totally. No, not really. Hey, congratulations <laughs> on the on uh, finishing where we thought you should be all year. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it, it didn't start off ideally with an injury and whatnot, but um, finally, uh, after some some serious work and some testing over the off week, it's, uh, it came together for me on the weekend. You know, we talk about that, and, and the commentators talk about it, and we talk about it in the pits and whatever, but. You know, coming back from an injury is tough, and especially mid-season because everybody's in the thick of it. Everybody's come up to speed. Everybody elevates themselves all year long to uh, to 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 be competitive. Um, we're now at the tail end of the season. Are you are you pleased that you're you're back competing to uh, you know the podium positions where we think you should be? Or and I know you yeah, know you sure. should be there, right? Yeah, I mean, of course, I know I should be there, and um, like you said, it's it's one of the toughest things to do is uh, come in when those guys have already been uh, racing for some weeks, and 
and uh, evolve in their setting and evolve in their racecraft and everything, it's one of the toughest things to do. So um, it's just been a long road to get back to where I feel like I could have been uh, when the season started. But, um, yeah, I'm grateful that it, that it finally come together. Talking with Zach Osborne in this uh, portion of our Evergreen Podcast uh, presentation of Pit Pass Moto. Uh, Zach, if I can ask you this, um, psychologically coming back, is that harder than physically coming back from an injury? Um, it, it is, yes and no. I mean, it, it all kind of depends on the situation and um, circumstance. I mean, it can be for sure. Um, with, with my collarbone, it was pretty straightforward. Um, as far as the injury went, I needed a new plate and and uh, some rehab and stuff. But um, definitely in, in a different situation, the mental side of things can be. Uh, it's not something I've ever really struggled with. I've always been, uh, you know, pretty pretty good at, at coming back and not being sort of scared, if you will, or or whatever. But um, definitely, I can I can understand uh, where you're coming from on that. And I, I guess it mostly just depends on the situation. Zach, how do you rate your uh, health? I mean, do you feel 100%? You certainly looked it out there, but uh, you're pretty incredible talent. So maybe there's a little more healing. How are you feeling? Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel 100% now, finally. It's been, a, like I said, a long road back to health and whatnot, but uh, I definitely feel like I'm I'm in the right spot now. So you're looking forward to your uh, off-road season? Have you, is everything all set up? You're You're ready to rumble for outdoors? Uh, yeah, I think outdoors is going to be really good. We had a three-day-long test um, in Florida uh, right after Denver, and, and that was really productive. And then, obviously, after Vegas, we have two more weeks, about four or five, maybe six riding days to kind of fine-tune and uh, refine things, and I think it's going to be a, a really positive start for us. What about your uh, your team? I mean, are they ready to... Uh... Are they ready to to make the transition to the outdoors? I know it's it can be pretty hairy for teams. Um, I mean, I, being on a factory team, that's not really something that we sort of have to worry about. I guess you say we're very fortunate to have all the resources and and things that we need, and um, something that they've you know been working on after maybe three or four weeks of supercross racing is you know starting the outdoor season. So it's um, been a, a long road for them too. So kind of get us here to the end of the season and um, find some good settings, you know, with prior testing than, than what we have going on right now. So um, I think everybody's in a good position and, and ready to go racing. Zach Osborne, our guest on uh, Pit Pass this particular week, part of the Evergreen podcast system. Let's go to uh, Tony Wink. Tony, this is a big deal. I mean, when you come back from an injury and still have a great finish like like uh, Zach did, for example, in Rutherford, New Jersey. I mean, that's his first 450 Supercross win. Yeah, and I, and I it's a statement win, right? Well, it's, he finished second, but it's a big deal to to see him come back and and you know, Zach, the the uh, the track I thought was was interesting. I, we didn't go, but uh, watching it on TV, it looked like the shadows had to play a, an effect on on uh, everybody. I thought the track was kind of unique the way. Um, you know that that uh, yeah. where you jumped over the start. You know that was uh, to me. I, I thought it was really cool, uh, but the the shadows didn't look like they were very much fun. Um, the shadows were only sort of a factor in the heat race. In the main, it didn't really. Uh, I didn't really notice at all, uh, at all. But um, the the layout was good. I liked how it went back across the start. 
Um, I like to, to start straight down the center. I think that that's, that's always a, a good layout. Um, we've had a couple this year where the start was kind of down the center on one end, which um, or, or across the stadium on one end, which I felt like kind of took away some of the some of the longer rhythm lanes and um, kind of made the track too basic. So uh, this one I liked and I thought was uh, really good. Yeah, I did too. I, I thought it was good, and and uh, you know, going into Vegas this weekend. Um, They've done a really good job with their dirt. You know, it's it's always been concrete in the past. I mean, it like concrete, like dirt, slick, dusty. Um, I'm not a real big fan of Vegas just because it's so high speed coming from the back. It scares me a little bit and watching you guys race. Is that ever a concern for you guys? Do you guys – I know you've, always, you've said before I've asked you, you don't change your setup really for Vegas, even for the high speed stuff, but – does that stuff concern you guys at all? Because you're hauling ass. I mean, it's just it's really big, and the, the jumps the are crazy. Yeah, sometimes they're crazy. But the gnarliest thing about Vegas is the roost. The roost is freaking insane. I mean, it will beat you up worse than any. the The only outdoor that's even close to it is Washougal. Um, but the rest, I mean, it's by far the worst roost in the world. Is that just? Is it really rocky out there? Is that what's going on? It's not rocky at all, actually. It's just like um, the perfect size um, dirt clod to be going really fast. I mean, obviously, you're pinning it in and out of the stadium and um, going fast, and the dirt clods are just the perfect size, and they're super hard, obviously, and, man, they hurt like crap. Do you wear extra extra chest protector or yeah, something? Yeah, he's got the uh, crap protector on. Extra padding. No. Extra padding <laughs> for Zach. Jersey. What? A thicker jersey? A jersey. You know, you, like in a roost guard or something. Zach, how, how many times did you uh, race, ride, et cetera, at uh, the Loretta Lynn's? Um, I raced Loretta's from 2000, 1998 to 2005, so... Eight years in a row, I guess. All right, and 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 the, um, what do we call them, Tony? The the Ten Commandments. Oh, uh, sure, yeah. Okay, the Ten Commandments at they kind of hold a special place for most racers, no matter the age. Tony has recreated the Ten Commandments. Uh, it's actually nine and a half commandments at Tony's place. Well, I mean, the halfway was we ran out of dirt, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we did. We we duplicate. I was down at Loretta's riding this. They have a. The, spring ride i don't know if you ever heard of that zach but they they have a ride in the spring they have their ride in the fall and it's a lot of the gncc trail but um and a lot of single track too but we went down there and we we took a measuring you wheel measured and everything everything and i i came home i own i have a racetrack um and i i duplicated the 10 commandments it's pretty close and uh well, tony's wealthy so i think we need to put that right out there uh, because he can afford to measure everything and do it the right way. It takes a lot of money to, <laughs> to run a tape measure, Scott. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a big deal. I've never seen I'm it. I'm not done. even sure why you're bringing this up, but well, uh, the reason while we're talking it up about is it because how, if, I want to ask Zach how special are the Ten Commandments because when you first said, hey, uh, I'm going to do this, the, 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 the hue and, and cry, right, from uh, the balance of, of the motorcycling industry and they they showed up. I mean, they showed up in big numbers to, to you know, to race what they see as a replica of the Loretta Lens, and I think that's pretty special. 
Zach, do you see it the same way? Yeah, I mean, I've seen a, a lot of uh, Ten Commandments replicas. I've had them at my track, you know, as a kid and stuff, and um, it's definitely something that people are always sort of uh, fearing or, or gunning for at Loretta's was like, you know, when I was there, it was like, um, if you could triple out, it was a big deal. So you double, 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 and then triple out or, or single, double, double, triple out. I don't remember what it was, but, um, yeah, it was always something that people, um, feared, like I said. This week I decided, and I have no idea why we're talking about this, but, um, it's, it's me. It's, it's just completely just, unrelated. We're, but We're having a conversation. Uh-huh. That's all. Um, so I rode my CR500 for the first time on Sunday. I don't know why and you I bring nearly, that up. And That's I nearly died related. in the Ten Commandments. I was praying <laughs> through the Ten Commandments because it's it's a totally ridiculous motorcycle. So, um, Zach, <laughs> we we appreciate you. I know you got a, you've got a uh, 8.15 Eastern time. Something. I got a text from Ed that you had to roll. We've got... Uh, Austin Forkner on the... Well, let's keep him. Let's keep him for another 10, 15, 20 Yeah, minutes. he's got an appointment or something, so we're going to cut him. Having... We're going to let him roll, but we appreciate your time. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me, guys. Sorry about that. It was a mix-up on my part. It's all good, man. It's perfect. What is it, like good dental luck surgery? In Vegas. You're doing dental surgery, or what, what are you doing, Zach? No, another radio show, actually. <laughs> probably not one as good as ours, but that's fine. Or I mean, maybe it's more probably focused. A, more of a podcast. Zach, thanks a lot, man. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. Awesome. Hey, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right, buddy. There we go. Hey, let's go to our very... Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. Alright, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? I've never done it. (laughs) Right.